Welcome to the West Bridgewater Public Library. I'm Ellen Snowness, the Library Director, and I am delighted to introduce to you the essay entries to the Teen Essay Contest, This I Believe, for 2020. So sit back and enjoy. I'm Caleb Brown, and this is my This I Believe essay. What do Oprah Winfrey, Beethoven, and Tom Brady all have in common? They all have acquired fame through hard work. They never gave up, stuck to their craft, and eventually reached success. Hard work is a wonderful thing. I believe that through hard work, one can reach any goal, build their character, and even inspire others along the way. There's no such thing as a goal that doesn't require hard work, whether the goal is to be a better person, lose weight, or even learn a new language. Hard work has to be utilized. Without it, goals tend to feel like they're further and further away. Then before you know it, they feel unreachable, and people just give up. I don't know about anyone else, but feeling like I'm too weak or not capable enough to finish something I've started drives me crazy. As soon as, as, as a Christian, my parents constantly tell me to conduct myself, myself responsibly and in a good, respectful way. In other words, show character anywhere and everywhere I go. Courage, self-discipline, and determination are instilled in you through hard work. I like to think of hard work as character training. I had a goal to lift 150 pounds by the end of the summer. Every day I was able to gradually increase my 70-pound limit, and now I can lift more than my goal. A little hard work and perseverance can go a long way. Focusing on my own progress and goals is great, but inspiring others to work hard motivates me even more. The thought that my hard work inspires someone else's commitment encourages my drive. At first, I thought you had to be rich and famous to be an influencer, but I realized anyone's hard work can be inspiring. No matter the amount, I believe all hard work is progress. My biggest dream is to become an NFL player. I've done my research, and only 1.6% of college football players make it professionally. That doesn't include the 6.5% of high school players that even get a shot at the college level, which leads to the question... How will I stand out from everyone else? The only way to do that is to outwork, outsmart, and outperform the competition. I have to truly believe that my hard work will separate me from the rest. This reminds me to do my very best. In conclusion, hard work is like yard work. It's strenuous, it can get a little dirty at times, and takes a lot of mental, mental toughness. Hard work is definitely not easy. That's why it's called hard work. But through the pain and mental strain, thing that keeps me going is the end reward. It's rewarding to finally reach a goal or dream and see my character improve. It is especially rewarding to inspire others through my hard work, but when I think of the reward at the finish line, it makes the race that much easier. My name is Ellie Smith, and this is my This I Believe essay. I've come to the realization that bravery is the most prevalent and important value in my life. For a while, I did not even recognize the gravity and emphasis that being brave and having courage has held in my life. I used to look at bravery in black and white. It was facing your fears and conquering them. It was a simple concept to me, when the reality is that there is so much of a larger impact that being courageous has held in my lifetime. For me, being brave has come in many flavors. I can recall watching Jaws and feeling absolutely terrified that a monstrous shark was going to rise up from the depths of the ocean to eat me. 
I went to the beach the next day, and you can guarantee I stayed in the sand the entire day. It was not until freshman year of high school my friends finally convinced me into the ocean. From then on, I slowly started easing back into the water, letting go of my fear of sharks. Since then, I've applied bravery to various aspects of my life. For example, I started running long distance on my school's track team in seventh grade. I soon came to understand that the mile was my event. I began to win my races and move on to the meets for which I had to qualify. The better I got in my race, the stronger the pressure became. With that, became, with that came the worry of failing. Even though the fear of failure is by far one of the worst feelings I have ever had to experience, it is the necessary feeling to push me into being the best version of myself. If I give in to the fear that I will not be good enough during my race, or that I will be too slow, that, I, that will be my reality. If I go into the race without caring about the outcome, I will not have the motivation to do my best. Facing the fear of failing is extremely challenging, and it will always be easier just to walk away. However, if there is one thing that life has taught me, is that if I do not fail, if I am never rejected, if I never tackle new obstacles, I will never grow. I will never become better, and I will never learn to be the best version of myself that I can be. About four years ago, my aunt was diagnosed with cancer. Hearing about her cancer has been one of the hardest, difficult ideas I've ever had to accept. Luckily, my aunt has had a large support system to help her through it and beat the cancer. Unfortunately, it came back and stronger the second time. To go from being hopeful and happy that she was cancer-free to hearing that it was back again was absolutely devastating and terrifying. However, seeing her gather her courage and bravery over the years to face one of the scariest battles that one can face has been a complete inspiration to me. She has reminded me that bravery is vital to grow and thrive in the face of adversity. Throughout my life, I have witnessed multiple occurrences of bravery. Within each experience, I have learned to value and appreciate courage, for it takes the most energy and strength, but bestows the most gratification in the end. This is the teen essay contest entry by Ava Millerick, read to you by Ellen Snowenbus, library director. This I believe. I believe books are the most influential means of communication that humans use. A conversation has never made me feel the way I do when I read a book. A year ago, I read The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. For the first time in my life, I was the target of racism. I was watching my black friend be murdered by a white police officer. My classmates were directing demeaning comments at me because of the color of my skin. In reality, I am privileged enough to be able to say that I will never experience this. However, for the first few hours I was reading The Hate You Give, I became Star Carter. I learned about discrimination from the perspective of someone who has been discriminated against. Recently, more attention has been brought to the Black Lives Matter movement and other social justice movements regarding the importance of equality. Although I will never truly understand the fear black people feel when there are flashing blue lights behind them, I believe reading has brought me closer to it than I ever would have been from hearing the scripted story on the news about the boy who didn't follow the cop's orders and ended up dead. A message conveyed through experience is much more meaningful than someone's take on it. The boy who was killed in the hate I you give was named Khalil. 
As I watched the video of George Floyd's murder, I thought back to Khalil's mother's reaction to his death. She was devastated. I cannot imagine how somebody could read that book and not support these movements. I feel like books can also convey messages by allowing you to make inferences that other forms of communication cannot. I have read numerous books that give life lessons. Not one of them has stated what the reader should learn by reading the book. Each of them has taught me something worth knowing, though. Whether or not the author intended to give me what I took out of the books does not matter. That is the beauty of communicating through something that can be so versatile. A story can be told without a directed audience and still have meaning to everyone who reads it. Books tell the stories that we would have no other way of hearing. I can pick up a book that was written hundreds of years ago and will, it will have the accuracy of a story that happened yesterday. I could read a book about the future that contains every detail of someone's predictions of our world in 100 years. In 100 years, someone else could pick up that same book and compare how their world really is to how the author from today expected it to be. The possibilities of books are endless. The only boundary of communication through books is language, which is not much of a problem anymore with translators at our fingertips. No matter what happens with technology, as long as books continue to be published, humans will always have a way of communicating with those in our present and future. The knowledge that has been shared through books outweighs any other form of communication we use because of its accuracy, relatability, and versatility. My name is Hannah Smith, and this is my This I Believe essay. I believe that I cherish friendship above all other values. From past life events, I have come to realize how important friendship is. To me, it is the most important value because it means having people who will always be there for me, to make me feel loved and important when I do not feel that myself. I have learned from personal experiences and that it is truly an important relationship to obtain. Within the past year, I have come to understand how important a true friendship can be. I can recall the start of freshman year. I had recently drifted away from my old friend group. It was intimidating walking into my first day of high school without a friend to talk to. Even though I didn't have many friends at school, it was comforting knowing that I had my sister. When I came home, whether I had a good or bad day, I knew I could count on her to talk to. There was one day in late October that was especially challenging. I awkwardly went through the school day while my friends whisper, whispered behind my back. I came home feeling uneasy about my day and how my friends were treating me. After dinner, when I was talking to my sister about it, she reminded me that I deserved friends that made me feel good about myself. She later told me that she was going to her friend's house that upcoming weekend, and I was welcome to come. Even though the idea of hanging out with new people was scary to me, I decided to step out of my comfort zone and go. It turned out to be one of the best nights I had in a while. We ate an alarming amount of cookies and candy and laughed until our stomachs hurt. It was this day that I realized this is what a true friendship felt like. It was, it's about the people who make you feel good, the people that value you, and most importantly, the people that you want to turn to at the end of a bad day. This was not how my current friends made me feel. I decided it was time for a change. The following weeks, I tried talking to new people, and it didn't take long to find a new group of friends. 
I met three new girls who exemplified what I now know to be a valuable friendship. They taught me to, they talked to me like I had always been in their group. From this, I came to understand that having good friends does not mean having the same friends for a long period of time, but instead having quality friends regardless of how long I've known them. They are the reason that I value friendship with my sister so much. If it were not for her, I probably would not have the friends I have today, and I would still be walking around the school with no one to talk to. Through these experiences, I have grown to appreciate the value of friendship. For me, having friends that will always be there for you is the most satisfying feeling. Therefore, I can conclude that I value friendship the strongest. I'm Eva Sullivan, and this is my This I Believe essay. I believe that being educated and a good mindset go hand in hand when it comes doing mo almost anything. A mindset is a mental collection of thoughts, worries, beliefs that control your motivation levels and want to do in your day-to-day -day life. There are seven mindsets, including goal-setting mindset, learning mindset, and a positive mindset, all which can either help or hurt you in different circumstances. A good mindset pairs best with knowledge on what you are approaching. Being educated allows you to know how to get from point A to point B, while mindset is what can be the leverage that actually pushes you towards the end goal. This end goal can be as simple as a yes or no decision or as complex as the steps toward a huge personal goal you may have set for yourself. Having a good mindset and knowing about what you are trying to do or trying to move towards is always helpful. When you are young, you learn reading and writing strategies that can help you in the long run. Like these strategies, this belief can be something that can be thought back on and cause you to reflect and help you successfully do whatever you're going to do. This belief was sparked from a few recent events due to COVID-19. Many of the people who choose not to wear a mask or for other reasons than it being ha hazardous to their health have their own mindset, which may seem good to them, but because they are miseducated on the topic and have the mindset of, I get what I want because I can, they not only put themselves at risk, but those around them as well. Aside from this, I personally believe this relates to me through my schoolwork. When I began doing remote learning, I know myself alongside many other people did not enjoy it because we were confused and just wanted things to be normal. Personally, when I became educated on what was going on, the situation, and the way things would be going for the next few months, I was able to change my mindset to be more understanding and things became a lot easier. Going into the 2020-2021 school year, I know about these two factors now more than ever, which will hopefully allow me to transition from remote learning back into regular school more easily. This is a perfect example of what I mean when I say becoming educated can change your mindset, which can help you in the long run. Without that understanding, mindset, and knowledge of what was going on, I most likely would have fallen behind and not gotten my work done as well as I did. After realizing these two factors months ago, I still find myself thinking currently about my mindset and what I know before doing certain things as small as if it's safe to go to the beach or bigger things such as if it's best for me to stay full remote or go back to school. In conclusion, this is why I believe that being educated and a good mindset go hand in hand when it comes doing almost anything. Hello, my name is Eric Ames and I entered this year's This I Believe contest and my topic that I chose was Rainbows After the Rain. The pandemic reaches a new record of cases per day, and the public continues rioting. As I watch the news in my living room, tragic and unsettling strife plagues the news. The anchor asked us, what, would, what will you do? How will you actuate that change?
it would be easy for me, a high school junior, to be pessimistic about these outside factors. Yet, I am not. In fact, I am quite the opposite. Let me tell you the story of the USS America, so you too can believe like me in the magic of optimism and rainbows, which always follow after the rain. Created by architects to pay tribute to the American people, blueprints of a vessel unlike the world had ever seen, off-sailed the USS America. They raised the red, white, and blue sails adorned with stars and stripes upon the people's command. The crew constructed her from freedom and liberty, forming such a strong foundation. She had only ever run aground once, during a death-riddling and deeply empowered storm on the shores of the Civil War. The ship was torn in half, thrown to and fro the rocky shores. The winds of time stretched her sail, and terrifying tsunamis, such as the pandemic and dangerous equality riots, riddle her to the core. Though, her crew never withers, and her body never gives in under the strain. She sails onward, past the rain. This is why I believe in rainbows after the rain. As a current member of the USS America, and because of her history, I know we will cut through any murky waters and weather all storms. When I look at where we have come, I am no longer afraid to look at where we are going. It is not that the ship is unsinkable, but rather her crew refuses to give in. Yes, the news is right. Our nation does have strife. We each face these sicknesses, and outside circumstances do not always seem fair. But when the ocean roars and the clouds erupt, we come together. The steady watch on coronavirus has strengthened the bond in many families, and the eradication of racist evil is supplanted by the freedom and liberty of many. To think of your sail during the rain, I ask likewise to the anchorman on the news. What will you do to get past the rain? And how will you achieve your rainbow? We hope you enjoyed listening to these essays read by the writers themselves. We're very grateful to Mansfield Bank, now Bluestone Bank, and the Friends of the West Bridgewater Public Library, who every year band together to produce and support thoughtful teen writing in this way. Every year we ask teens to think about it and then write down their thoughts on the subject, This I Believe. And we're looking forward to doing it again next year. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.